tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. We are approaching the quaternary episode of The Awakened Man, formerly Holistic Health News. So I thought it'd be a good time to start a three-part series on 31 red flags you must know before you marry. I do have a new review, so I always tell you that I read reviews, so please post an honest review. It takes you five seconds. It's anonymous. And you can write something, or you don't have to write something. If you write something, I'll read it. So from hands down the best, the title is What Was I Thinking? One zero 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 zero. Maybe that's supposed to be like shocked faces. I don't know. <laughs> what was I thinking? And then uh, in, in the content, it says, Excellent content! Exclamation point, exclamation point. So you can write something short like that. So I appreciate that. Hands down the best. Thank you, sir. God bless. All right. So what do I tell you? I tell you that unicorns exist. If you find a typically a trad, a trad conservative, somebody who still adheres to traditional gender norms, typically in the religious community, you can find somebody uh, I would I would really, really, really exhort you to really, really consider not to marry because uh, it's not necessarily the problem of the woman. There are still good women out there. The problem is the court system and the law enforcement system, and we've talked about this ad infinitum on this course and this program. So that woman could end up being a good woman, especially if you maintain frame, you maintain your masculinity, you associate her hypergamy. But if she ever turns on you and all the promises of her being a trad con, for example, and she's really latent feminist or she loses respect for you or she, another man catches her eye, then the whole system is set up to destroy you. So is it worth it? I don't know. That's up to you and your relationship thirst, right? But I thought we'd do something where we 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 help those men who are one wink away from the plantation, who really want to get married, to have some discernment because a lot of men do have introspection and discernment and can vet very well. And other men are as obtuse as sandpaper and have no talent to discern and, and, and really use uh, their talents of uh, inspection to properly vet a potential bride. So we're going to do a three-part series and we're going to start today on the 30, 31 flag, red flags you must know before you Mary, and I've divided these into categories. So physical red flags, financial red flags are going to be the ones we do today. So number one, and these are in no particular order, uh, your, your, your prospective suitor, your, your prospective spouse is overweight. Now, clearly, I was a formerly overweight child. Go to my podcast series, Confessions of an Obese Child, but I lost the weight. And... 
people who are overweight, first of all, men are just wired to look at physical things first. That's the way we're wired, right? It's 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 beauty, youth, fertility, virtue. Those are the top four. So if the woman is already overweight when you meet her, do you really think more often than not she's going to lose that weight through the endearing years of marriage, through potential children, where she's going to have to gain at least 20 pounds? Now, again, remember, statistically, women are only supposed to gain 20 to 30 pounds, not 70 pounds. And if the woman is, is petite, like a 5'1", 5'2", 5'3", it's even harder for her. But... I would tell you, and I talk about over confessions of an obese child, if they're already overweight, there's there's early childhood trauma, there's something going on there that is a red flag, that is something that you need to be concerned about, if not just for the, the, the physical aspect. Because look, when it comes to sex, we always think that women are the gatekeepers. Women are the gatekeepers for sex, but men are the gatekeepers of relationships. But when it comes to sex, the man really is the only one that needs to perform. So there is always like a a, a a litmus test, so to speak, and that's the erection. If a man cannot get an erection around a woman, that means he doesn't find her sexually attractive. Now, we're not talking about impotence and all these things, but he can't find her attractive. A woman can suck it up, and you see this with you know, beautiful women with old men, you know they don't find that man sexually attractive, but maybe they respect him, maybe they they find his overall package attractive, or they just suck it up and think about somebody else. We have that episode, ooh, probably about 200 episodes back, 52% of women think about another man during sex. But with, with men, if we can't get an erection, there's no sex, right? Unless you're using toys. So, I hate to tell you women, body positive movement lies to you all the time. Men don't want to be with fat women. Just straight out, they don't. And if a man can't get an erection around you because you're overweight, that's ultimately your fault. It's not his fault. You can't be mad at him. So certainly that's a red flag. Number two, the person has tattoos. We've already talked about this in previous episodes. Tattoos are a humongous red flag. It's a sign of at the least impulsivity, poor decision-making. They're not thinking what that those gigantic tattoos are going to look like in 40 years, what they're going to tell their kids about it. Now, look, we live in a different world. When I was growing up, no one had tattoos aside from like the Marines and bikers. Now it's so in the zeitgeist. I don't even think that weird conversation is going to pop up in 40 years because who knows? Everybody's probably going to have a tattoo in 40 years. The way I look at it is we didn't create our own body. Our job was to be a steward of the body and we have to return it in relatively same condition. And that includes not mutilating it. And tattoos are mutilation of the body. You didn't create your own body, so you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, but I I have to express myself. Then go write a freaking poem. What do we know about about tattoos? What do we know about poems? They're hard to interpret. What do we know about tattoos? High rate of infidelity, high rate of severe mental health problems, high rate of depression. Stay away. Stay away. Now, if they have a little like like butterfly on their 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 wrist, okay, you know something like that, small. But I mean, look at Ben Affleck's tattoo. Look at Rihanna. Look at these these women. Look at um, Demi Lovato, who came out recently as queer. I mean, look look at that train wreck right there. Oh my God. Number three, person's had plastic surgery. Now, some of you men will be like, "Whoa, Gregory, whoa! I want my woman to get fake boobs." What I when I see women who walk around with obviously dyed platinum blonde hair and fake boobs, and I see their husband, I automatically think that the husband's addicted to porn, and that he either pressured or convinced the woman to get that look because we know most porn women have that look, super fake boobs, fake hair, fake eyelashes, and so the woman is struggling to get the man's attention because he's so hooked on porn that she either morphs into that or he tells her that I want you to look like these porn stars. 
But I believe, I know this is shocking, do what, do what you have with what God gave you, right? Do what you have with what God gave you. I know I, I've been with women with A-sized breasts, that they're fine. If anything, you want to be with women with small breasts because when they get older, they're gonna, the breasts are going to become shoegazers. They're going to become National Geographic, and you're dealing with that. Breasts are great. Men love the boobies, let's say. But really, it's sensitive nipples that are more important than big nipples. I mean, you remember uh, uh, Regina George's mom, Amy Poehler, and Mean Girls, how the dog's biting the nipples. She doesn't feel it. No man wants to be with that, right? It's sensitive nipples. But in general, butt implants, cat implants, no, no, lip implants, no. Just, it screams insecurity. It screams vanity. No. Red flag. Now, it might not be as big as the other two, but I would say it's still a red flag. Number four, person is gym or body obsessed. Now, this this is more about like a, a woman who is going to the gym and lifting weights and is all masculine. They got the masculine traps and the delts and all these things. That is a potential issue. But also, if the woman is on the cardio three hours a day, you know, you've seen these women that, that are too skinny. They, they clearly have an eating disorder or they're an exercise addict. That could be a potential red flag. Now, that being said, women who take care of their health, take care of their body, and they work out daily in a healthy way, they like to do yoga or whatever, that's great. We should all be working out daily. I mean, I take three walks in. I do cardio every day, and I strength train every other day. This should be a priority in your life. So you should want to be with a woman who is wired to want to work out. But again, there's always excesses, and you don't want to be with somebody who's who's excessive in that regard. Uh, number five, the person indulges in cigarettes, vaping, and pot. Again, I, I know nowadays, uh, you know, vaping and Juul is is so common. But look, it's nicotine; it's addictive; it's a sign of poor judgment. And again, if you're going to marry this woman, remember you're marrying her medical problems too. So you're going to end up inheriting the lung cancer, the liver the liver cancer and the respiratory problems and, and all these things. And with pot, I hate to tell you, but pot is a hallucinogenic drug. Pot does have some medical benefits, but you can get those from CBD. And this is what I tell people, well, oh, pot's the best, Gregory. I said, look, okay, have you ever met an A student who's a habitual pot smoker? No, it's always the F students. It does disincentivize work it does make you lazy no question about it and also it can lead to higher rates of schizophrenia the studies show it but we can't talk about this because again it's the pro pot world that we're in and any of the benefits that you get from it you can get from cbd and cbd is non-psychoactive all right those are the five physical red flags let's go to the financial flags six person can't hold on a job right this is the person that goes back and forth uh, you know, they might be 35 and haven't held down, down a job ever. Or they got a degree in, I don't know, something, but never used that degree. And they're just bouncing around underemployed. And they work, they're a barista at Starbucks, even though they have a degree in marketing. And then they can't hold down jobs. Why can't they hold down jobs? Probably because they bring drama, right? They're either the bosses think they're just too much of a headache or they don't show up to work or they're bad employees. So if you if you end up, and this is for women who are older, Let's say you're dating a 35-year-old and she's had like 15 jobs in 10 years. That's a bad sign. Number seven, this is kind of lack connected to it, is person lacks ambition. Now, you're going to find women who are like, my goal is to have babies. <laughs> my goal is to breed. You see this with the trad cons. 
I'm like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're, I'm a trad cat. I believe that couples who are married should welcome children. That That is our job. It's the first commandment that God gave us. And God will provide, right? That, that's one of the arguments why we've contraceptive and aborted so much is, I can't afford all these babies. God will provide. God, provi- God provided for those families that had nine kids. I tell you, I go to, I go to my, my mass, my, my church, and there's like six kids and the woman's still fertile, maybe in her mid-30s. And I look at the dudes. You can tell when dudes are like rich the way they dress, and some of these dudes are not, and they're, they're just very modest in their life. They live modestly, but they find that to be a priority. You know, they, they homeschool or whatever it is, and, and you can do that. So, But on the, on the converse, if a woman is not working when you meet her, even though she has a college degree or a community college degree, and she's just, yeah, I'm just living off my, my parents' dole. I'm living in their basement, or I don't want to do anything, that, that's a red flag. And also remember, when the divorce inevitably happens, They'll get 50% if they're working of the assets. But if they're a stay-at-home mom, they're most likely going to get 70% because they don't have any assets. So the court's going to give them even more. Number eight, this is a big one. The person has massive school debt with a low earning degree, but the debt is humongous. That is a humongous red flag. And I don't know how many women I know who have massive school debt or debt in general. Women are stupid when it comes to college degrees, most of them. You should get a college degree in something that's going to give you a trade or skill. This whole idea that everybody needs to go to college is so, is so ridiculous. Some kids just don't have the IQ for it, but we can't say this. So you should go to a community college and get a trade. Be an electrician, a hairdresser, a plumber, a mechanic. These guys end up making more money lots of times than the person who got the degree in Spanish. But you see these women, they all gravitate to the College of Liberal Arts, so they get degrees in anthropology, sociology, psychology. What are you going to do with that degree unless you get a doctorate? And we know that the market for PhDs is like eight times, I read this in the Wall Street Journal, it's like there's eight times more PhDs in history than there are full tenure track jobs in America, eight times. So the only thing you can do with those degrees is get a PhD, but then there's no jobs. Yeah, you can go into the business world. They'll hire someone with an English degree. But in general, you see these women who are so stupid. They go to a private university like, I don't know, Vanderbilt, Baylor, Pepperdine, and Harvard, whatever, and where, where the tuition is like 50000 a year. And then they get a degree in French. And then they leave the school with $100,000 of debt, if not more, with a degree that's going to make no money. Again, sign of poor decision-making. Poor decision-making. If it's a woman who goes in, gets a degree in accounting or engineering, and comes out with $50,000 of debt, okay, she'll pay that off because those are those are trades. She has a skill. She'll eventually get a job and even start her own um, engineering company if she wants, her accounting company. But that's a red flag. Number nine, big one. Woman has tons of consumer debt. And these are questions you need to ask on the first or second day. You got to vet them. How much student loan debt do you have? How much credit card debt do you have? Oh, I have $10,000 of credit card debt. Red flag. Because what does it demonstrate? It demonstrates number 10, which is coming up. But it demonstrates, again, poor decision-making, immaturity, impulsivity, to use that word again, recklessness. I need to have everything. I want to live a lifestyle that I can't afford. There's an old saying to men, 
Live like a pauper in your 20s and 30s so you can live like a king or queen in your 50s. So live modestly, so save that money. Put in investment. We have an episode here on investment, compound interest and all that. And then you can live, you know, retire early or live well. Like if you look, I have two paid off cars. And if you look at where I live or you look at my car, like one of them is a, is a Toyota 4Runner. It's, it's 10 years old, but it only has 105,000 miles on it. Do, do I want to get a, a Range Rover, a Land Rover, one of those nicer SUVs? Sure. But do I want to be paying a $500 car payment every month? That's stupid. On a depreciating asset, what would be the point of that? That is stupid. That is ridiculous. So you drive your car till it drops dead at 200,000 miles, 250,000 miles. That's smart. Why are you taking on payments on depreciating assets? If you're buying land, that's one thing. But consumer debt, no. You do not want to be marrying a woman who has consumer debt and student loan debt because ultimately what's going to happen? Sweetheart, as she's writing you, sweetheart, wait, your money is my money. Uh, can you help me pay this debt since we're married? And the guy's like, oh, oh, okay. And then how often do you see these stories on Facebook and Reddit? Man, I paid for my woman's med school education or I paid off her credit card and then she divorced me right afterwards. And great, good job. You just elevate her sexual market value. You just lifted off that albatross off of her. Smart move. No, absolutely not. You say, I'm not going to pay your debt. But most men don't have the ability to maintain for him and remember that they are the catch. They are the king to say these things. We always believe in accountability, right? So you say, you incurred this debt because you made poor decisions. So you need to figure out a way to pay it. Now, some women aren't going to agree with that. But ultimately, what do we know? Women initiate divorce 75% of the time in America and 90% when they're college educated. So what do we know? They might not be with you at the end of your life. So you need to watch out your financial assets. So if you go off and pay $50,000, $100,000 on debt, that's money you're not going to have at your retirement. Because she might not be around. So you spend all this money on her, and then she bails. She takes half your assets, alimony, child support, and now you have even less money. So if you don't think you have the cojones to tell a, a, a wife, I'm not going to pay for your debt, then don't get married. Number 10, and this is connected to all of them too, girl has a spending shopping addiction. Come on. Now with Amazon, one click away. I can't tell you how many friends I have, male friends. Nice guys, but they're kind of simpy. Their woman spends $2,000 a month on clothes on Amazon. And the, the irony is that the woman's overweight. It's like no clothes are going to make you look better. And then she has the audacity to be like, Bob, we don't have the lifestyle that we deserve. Really, I deserve. We don't have the house that I deserve. And he's like, you spend $2,000 a month on clothes why do you think we don't have a nice house? And look, they have a nice house. <laughs> I mean, they have a nice house. But again, it's never enough for the large majority of women who are sucked into the world of vanity, narcissism, and the devil. It's never enough. Vanity is the biggest temptation to women. For men, it's it's greed and, of course, lust. But women, it's vanity and the seven deadly sins, the seven cardinal sins. So you see these women who just they can't stop buying. My mom, I've told this story of Confessions of an Obese Child. When I was a kid, my mom would drive us, especially in the summer, 
to different malls all throughout Houston. And she would give me $5 to go hang out the arcade. I would have stolen another $5 previously so I can go binge eat in the cafeteria at the food, the food court. And she would just go buy clothes, but never open them. So in my house, you, you would see her trunk of her car overflowing with bags of clothes. Every room in the house overflowing with unopened female apparel. So she did it because it made her feel better, but she never used the clothes. So again, these are questions that you need to vet. So these are the 10 that we're going to do today. So in closing, you need to ask these women straight out. Now, of course, they can lie to you. You ask them. Like the tattoo, clearly you'll find out whenever you become intimate with her. But these are all shit tests that she needs to, I should say, you should pass. And if she lies about any of these, it's over. Because she should be honest. If she lies to you early on, and I get I get, I get, why she would do it, right? Because she's the ambassador. You're meeting the ambassador. She doesn't want to know. She doesn't want you to know all her peccadillos early on. But if she has the ability to lie to you early on, that's a humongous red flag. Humongous red flag. She has no problems being what? Deceitful. What kind of wife is that going to be? It's better for her to be like, you know what, Bob? I do have $5,000 of credit card debt. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you because she could lie. I mean, she could hide that from you until you merge accounts, which is a separate episode, but until you merge accounts. And then by then you're married, then you find out, what? You have $5,000 of credit card debt and didn't tell me? Already the marriage is starting on a bad foot. It's starting out with lies. And look, it's the same thing. She could ask you all these questions too. You should be upfront. And I am very candid when I was interacting with women and I would be telling them, it's like, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have tattoos? Do you have debt? I just asked straight out. And on my dating profiles, I would put in the profile. I have no debt. I have an 800 credit rating. You know, I have this, 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 no STDs. Because I just believe in full disclosure early on. And if they don't like the package, so to speak, your package, not your Johnson package, I mean, the overall who you are, all right, that's fine, then move on. And you'll, she'll find somebody else, you'll find somebody else. But this is important. So you need to ask them, and these are the guys who are you know, really wanting to marry. Again, buyer beware. You ask them, do you have debt? Do you have consumer debt? Do you have any addictions? We'll talk about some of the other addictions on the next episode. Do you have any plastic surgery? Are you, you know, are you so forth? These are really, really important to ask. Guys, next episode we'll do the next 20 red flags and then we'll do the 20 to 30. I appreciate you coming on. Please post an honest review. It takes you five seconds and subscribe to the Awakened Man. It just helps with the algorithm to get this message out to more people. There's two links in the episode notes, one for PayPal. If you want to donate five or ten dollars to help defray the cost of hosting this channel, because it does cost money. I gotta pay for SoundCloud. I'd appreciate it. Also, there's a link for naturopathicearth.com, my website. Click on that. It takes you over there. There's five, 600 pages, a lot of recipes, a lot of articles that are great. On the right side of the homepage, you'll see my two books, Confessions of an OB Shot and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Click on that. Buy them on Amazon or Kindle. I have them on Barnes & Noble as well. For some reason, I got like a lot more reviews over on Barnes & Noble. I didn't think anyone even used Barnes & Noble, but so uh, go check that out. And again, it went, if you use our links to get to Amazon, anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. So if you want to buy, you girls, listen, want to buy that feminine flower dress because men love those flower dresses. And if it's $40, we get, let's do quick mental math. 10% of that is four. 
two percent of two dollars is five so i get oh a, a whole whopping dollar from that looks like but still it's something also if you want to talk on the uh, from a red pill perspective or you need help getting over a woman or divorce or finances uh, contact me through the clarity.fm link go to clarity.fm and look me up and lastly as always subscribe and post an honest review for the awakened man for the female holistic health apothecary and for confessions of an obese child until next time take care god bless Bye-bye. thank you for listening to the awakened man podcast find us on facebook at the awakened man podcast page subscribe and post an honest review on apple podcast and consider donating to our crowdfunding account and remember freedom is better than needham Until next time.